1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 142 of Teach Better Talk. I'm Ray Hewart, and as always, I'm with my cool friend, the Mr. Jeff Gargus. Cool, huh? Well, to be honest, Jeff, I only thought of the word cool for you for this episode because our guest was so stinking cool, but we'll get
0: to that a little later. (laughs) I'll take it.
1: So we talked a lot about in this episode, like, social media. I actually... I'm a huge fan of our guest that we had because I feel like she lifts me up every day as I watch her social media. So, would you mind, Jeff, as the social media guy, because I feel like I go to you for a lot of social media questions. I mean, let's be honest, you have a full course that teach Better Academy about social media. So, can I ask you, and you, let's see if you'll answer this Do you have a favorite platform that you're on, or just, just tell me? Do you have a favorite? Yeah. You have a favorite?
0: I do. I did not expect that answer. Uh, Twitter's my go-to. I don't don't know. I mean, I I guess it's my favorite. It's my go-to for sure. I've been enjoying Instagram um, more recently, but Twitter's still just, I don't know why. I think because it's so fast and I'm super impatient. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's why I like Twitter, but I've always liked Twitter.
1: But you're on way more than just Twitter and Instagram. I mean, geez, between Voxer, Facebook, LinkedIn, I mean, there's so many now for anybody to be connected on.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot, but it's that doesn't change the fact that Twitter's my favorite. That's true. Um,
1: <laughs> are you on TikTok yet?
0: I am on TikTok You yeah. are
1: not. Oh my god, we've never talked about this.
0: I think I only have two tic, two two TikToks. I don't even know what they are, two TikToks. Oh I'm going have two talks going right now, so I'm no Jeremy Rankle. I know that. But uh, yeah, I am on TikTok. It was funny. I actually like I told myself I was going to actually I, I've had an account for a while. I've been watching and like listening and stuff for a while now, but uh, I told myself that, uh, I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to get on this. I need to do this. And I actually made my first one, I think on the first of the year. Um, so
1: what helped you back around. from that whole thing? I mean, there's so many listeners we have right now who also haven't made the decision to join either one social media platform or just social media in general and enter into that world. What was holding you back initially?
0: Yeah, so still, I mean, it's what's still holding me back, actually, from TikTok. And it's interesting because it it's held me back for a while on, on Instagram. And I've been working on that uh, recently. And it's just, a, it's a fear of judgment. I mean, that's what holds most people back from getting out there and putting themselves out there in any way, shape, or form. It's this fear of how people are going to perceive you and what they're going to say about you and whether you know, look stupid or I don't like the way I sound or I don't like the way I looked, um, you know. With TikTok, it was a little bit of, I'm not, I was, I was guising it to myself as I don't know what to say, but I'm just, it's me just not having enough confidence in myself to just make some fun videos and have some fun with it. Uh, Something I've been working on with Instagram though has been, um, I've never liked myself the way I look uh, or sound or anything on camera. Uh, And so, you know, over the last week and a half, two weeks here, I've been uh, doing videos uh, I was going pretty much all day. I had a couple of days where I had to take away from everything with some a family thing, but uh, back on it now, just making a daily video of just me. I'm just either in my office, in my car, walking around my house, wherever, just making a video. I've been doing sort of challenges for people and stuff and having some fun with that. But it's really been a challenge for myself mentally to just do it and put it out there regardless of how bad I think I look or. What my face looks like, or whatever, <laughs> and just you know, no real editing stuff. So I think that's the thing that stops a lot of people from sharing is they think I don't have anything to say, or I don't like the way I look or sound. Yeah, um, we were just so.
1: coaching a few of our like obviously the Teach by our team has grown over the past year, and a lot of our newbies on the team have been taking on so many different roles in supporting educators. That my new challenge to a lot of you know, our team members is to like go out, be on camera, show your face, like share Mm -hmm. your insight because I mean, geez, everybody has something to share. Like there's not a single person in my life right now that I would be like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like every single person has a story, has a tip, has a something that's going to change the world for somebody else. And so we've been having a lot of conversations about, you know, it's kind of kind of nerve wracking to get on camera the first time. It feels mm-hmm. weird. Even like the 10th time, I feel like you're like, even right now, I mean, we're recording a podcast. I know we're on camera, but I'm sitting in a room by myself talking to my computer. Like I feel like a loser, right? So how do you get over that awkwardness, that fear of judgment that, you know, oh my gosh, what if I mess up? You know, I think that that that's a huge piece that you highlighted is that initial shock like you have to get over that first hurdle to even get to all the good stuff that could come Mm -hmm. out of it
0: yeah it's really hard to do that and i think you know just understand that you do have value uh and that you uh you can't provide you you may say something that someone's heard 1500 times before but the way you say it clicks just a little bit differently with them uh same way we talk about students like it may not be the first time you say something it may take 15 tries or the third student that tells them in a different way that lets them click and understand that concept It's the same thing when you share something out your words your tweet your instagram photo your tiktok might be the thing that connects with some other educator or some person and something in their life that changes it and it might change it in a big way little way whatever but like that's sort of what i've continued to try and tell myself now and and doing these videos and stuff i've been getting a lot of messages and stuff with people telling me like hey, i love these little challenges you put out i did this today i and I had one today that was awesome that she told me all the, the like five different things. My challenge this morning was to tell your boss something you appreciate that, about them. And I had uh, someone, I had uh, several people tell me that they like what they said, but someone actually gave me five things that she told her bosses. I was like, I only asked for one. So that's awesome. So it's little things like that. That's been helping me. But just knowing that that's out there, even if you don't get that kind of feedback, just putting it out there. And, you know, we, we do that a lot. I, you mentioned our team. It's been awesome to watch them grow and not be afraid to say, Hey, this is how I do things in my classroom. I hope it helps you. Yeah. And cause you never know.
1: Yeah. Cause you touched on earlier, this idea of teachers needing to like take their own advice, like students, they give students feedback on these great ways to grow and not, you know, have this growth mindset. And then teachers don't take their own advice. I was just working on that in a, a book I'm working on right now. I was writing on the idea that that teachers really need to start seeing themselves as the, w- in the way that they challenge their students. And I think that that could be so powerful in terms of getting on social media. You know, if you would encourage your students to get out there and share their voice and not be scared of judgment and all these other things, then, Hey, let's do it for ourselves too.
0: Yeah. And it's, 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 you know, it's, we talk about that and uh, about like, you know, we're trying to teach students that it's okay to fail. It's okay. You know, so you can get up and try again and brush it off. And, and then we don't do that ourselves. And uh, from, from you know, my standpoint you know we mentioned our team and you know i have the, the privilege of working with this awesome team and help and being someone who helps kind of guide what we do and a lot of stuff and i'm constantly encouraging everyone to don't be afraid get out there do that you're amazing you have so much to share so much to do you you are amazing you're a rock star and that and then myself i i sometimes forget to to do that myself and to have that confidence myself and stuff so it's the same thing it's the You've got to be able. It's 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 easier to project that onto someone else and try and help someone else grow, like your students. But it's really important, like you just said, to reflect that back on ourselves. Be like, hey, like I need this too. I need to share too. I need to voice my 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 story out and share my voice out as well. So, uh, so yeah, I think the biggest thing. Let me well, let me flip it on you because I want to go back to the very beginning or Flip it on you because I'm curious. What's your favorite platform?
1: I think I've said it before, but. I love Twitter because I've gotten the most resources. People are transparent. I think people on Twitter are really trying to help you by giving you like the tactical next step. But I really, this is so lame. I know that it's true, but like I really struggle with reading. So I don't like that the medium for Twitter is like the written word. I really like Instagram stories because I like seeing people and hearing from them, like getting that audio. So I think I like instagram better as a medium to learn even though i think the content i love is probably on twitter does that make sense
0: it's a it's a there's sort of like a a tug of war going on between the content and the medium in which it's delivered yeah but i also think that's it's good that you're 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 on both and you're active on both so you're able to get both you know what i mean So like and that's so that's i think a, a good point of being on there so I guess one thing I want to touch on, and then we will get into this, is that, you know, um, you know, Stephanie our guest talks like she just kinda got in every everything, like her entire social media presence and everything, including her YouTube channel, which is awesome. Just started this past summer. So it's still fairly new and getting into so like my a big piece of that that I would love for you to take away if you're listening is that like if you're not into it yet, you can get into it right now. Like it's never too late to start, right? You gotta start somewhere like pick one of the platforms, so pick Twitter, connect with me, I'm at Jeff Gargas. Ray's at Ray Hewer. We're at Teach Better team. And we'll help you get your first few followers. And we'll go from there. But like pick one and just start getting involved, just connecting with people, following hashtags and getting in there and stuff. I, I really think that it's so much power. Wait, Jeff,
1: I have a funny thing that I just noticed right now. So our guest, we're <laughs> have to talk about how amazing Stephanie is, literally has 90, 999 followers right now on Instagram. And you just said a shout out like, oh, we'll help you get your first few followers. Like we need to get Stephanie to hit that thousand mark. Cause this is like so funny, 999 followers. She needs one more.
0: Well, so when you hear this, go follow her. Uh, the, the, she is at class disruption. Uh, and it's actually, I'm sorry. Instagram. It's class dot disruption. So you can go follow her right now and get her that, get to that lucky 1000 there. That's awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. Hopefully by the time this, this episode comes out, like she'll already be past there. So, yeah Get whatever was. the next one is right so true good stuff so let's talk about it so stephanie edmonds um she is a global history teacher um she's a teaches in the Bronx, new york uh she is a member of the quiet time culture team uh she's on her school steering committee uh, and she's a co chair of the office of student life there uh she's she's a mom, she is a youtuber she is a ridiculously passionate teacher uh she's so much fun. This was such a great episode. You got to feel it. I think Ray mentioned it, and then I think I actually echo it again later. Like her, her positivity and her just her energy just—it's infectious. It'll just get you. Uh, she has some one-liners in there that I thought were amazing when she's talking about uh, the 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 failure that she has. Uh, I thought her success was really really cool. Um, Ray, anything specifically um, that you want anyone to pull out of this episode before we dive into it?
1: No, I just think Stephanie is a perfect example of a teacher that this cannot be the end. Go connect, go, you know, yes. continue to collaborate, subscribe to her YouTube channel. This girl's going places. So I think it's great to be a part of those moments.
0: With that, let's get an episode 142 with Stephanie Edmonds. Hey, what's up? It's Jeff. Don't worry, we're going to get right back to the episode, but I really want to check out and make sure that you are connected with us on social media. Ray and I and the entire Teach Better team want to connect with you. We want to hear your stories. We want to be a part of your journey. We want to be there to support you in any way we can, and we want to learn and grow with you. So please connect with us. Everything we have is at Teach Better Team. And then, of course, make sure you connect with me at Jeff Gargas and Ray at Ray Hewitt. Let's get back to the episode. All right, we're here. We're here to chat with Stephanie Edmonds, and Stephanie, it's awesome to connect with you and finally get you on here. We've been, well, we've been connected with you for a while, but it's awesome to finally get you on the podcast and chat with you. Kind of get to know you a little bit, your story, what you got going on. Uh, before we dive too far into that, though, I just want to ask you, how are you feeling right now?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm excited to be here again. We've been, you know, connected on uh, Instagram, and I'm now on Twitter. So it's like surreal being being on here with you. I love it.
1: Uh, Stephanie, I was so excited for you to be on the podcast because I also like watch your Instagram stories religiously. I feel like I follow you every yeah. single day. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into these questions with you uh, and kind of learn more about maybe some questions I haven't heard you answer specifically in your stories. So this is going to be awesome. Yeah, let's do it. So the first question is really easy for those of our listeners who may not be connected to you or may not know your background in education. Would you mind kind of telling us? you know, what you do, how you explain kind of your role in education.
2: Yeah, definitely. So I teach uh, 10th grade global history. I'm in my fourth year uh, at a high school. But really, I'm just a teacher. That's why I tell people I'm just a teacher. And I know a lot of people like look down around that qualifying phrase of just, but that's what I am. I'm, I'm just one teacher in just one classroom and I'm doing my thing, you know, and, and, and that's how real change happens, right? Not just changing the lives of our students, which of course, you know, first and foremost is most important, but that's how you transform the culture of your school and, and how you guys are doing it here more broadly, the culture of education. And, and that's what we're here to do. That's what I'm here to do, right? It's all about class disruption, taking that traditional notion of what it means to be a teacher and, and taking back the power, right? Because it's not the admin, it's not the principals, and it's definitely not those guys downtown who have the power. It's, it's us. We have the power. So I'm just an enthusiastic social studies teacher jumping up and down and saying, hello, hello, all my beautiful faces.
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, you brought it up. So we're gonna go into it. You mentioned class disruption um and uh you know on a broader scale and stuff. So you have a YouTube channel called Class Disruption. Uh can we let's let's just go right into that. Can you tell us a little bit about that sort of what's it all about? Where did it come from? why did you start it? What are you looking to do? What can we expect?
2: Yeah, um definitely. Um so I started this over, you know, I had a I, I watch a lot of YouTube. That's my main source of TV, and I was always like, ah, oh, I could do that. You know like and and then, when I got into the teaching thing, I started thinking about it in context of of teaching and i'm I'm one to go on rants and and really let people know how I feel about um the way that the things work in education, and I already kind of touched on it a little bit about transforming the culture of you know that status quo of education, those traditional notions of our institutions, and just totally disrupting the scene and, uh, you know, not just for the sake of noise, but really to, to switch things up and, and keep it real. You know, there's too much, you know, oh, I'm the, they're the students and I'm the teacher and this is how you learn. It's no, let's, you know, like and you guys are so inspiring too. how I see you guys on Instagram and how Ray does in her classroom with the wall and the seating and and everything is is contextualized within a real life situation, whether it's a restaurant or planning for a party. Um, all those things just keep me so inspired. And I just want to keep that energy out there.
0: Awesome. And so, so how long have you had the channel been going? Like how long has it been going for? And then sort of what are the, what are the videos that you're trying to make is just to what whatever comes to you. Do you have like a format or what is it?
2: So for sure. So this, you know, my whole social media presence really as a teacher, just, uh, came in the summer, I didn't realize there was this whole world out there. And uh and then somebody in passing just kind of mentioned that they were like, oh, I have a teacher Instagram. So I was like, oh, that's a thing. And I have, you know, dove in full force and I haven't looked back. Um, but in terms of my YouTube channel, again, I started that around the same time. Um, the idea is is to talk about how to change the culture of education. And doing that Through kind of like similar stuff, how you guys do, like professional development um, videos explaining my approach, but also um political, like more political, like policy, education policy. And for example, today, Martin Luther King Day, I made a video about the legacy of Martin Luther King and about how it's really the government that is that holds in place the status quo, that holds in place whether it be you know, racial discrimination or the inequities that we're currently dealing with in education. And we keep looking to the government to solve those problems. But again, it's, it's, it's us who has the power. It's the teachers, just one teacher and just one classroom.
0: Oh, I love it. So I'm going to make sure we will make sure that, uh, that the links to get to everything on your, your Instagram, your, your Twitter, your YouTube, everything like that's all in the show notes. So people can jump over yes, there.
2: Definitely. You know, I got to say, you know, like Subscribe, all that you know, YouTube stuff. Support. Yes, we want to make sure that
0: you, if you are listening, you need to go support uh, what Stephanie's trying to do and get connected with her, so you can interact with her. Check out the videos. I know, like you, you post, you're posting pretty pretty frequently. You're getting things going, so uh, we'll get get make sure that's all in the show notes for them there. So
2: a new video every single every week. week. That's
0: that's the plan, so, huh? All right, three for you, three. You three all heard five. it right here. Teach better talk. Hold her accountable. She's going every week. We want it. That's awesome. I love it. Love it. All right. Let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, one of the questions we always ask about here is a story about failure. So can you tell us a story about a time you've had a failure in your life? Kind of take us there with you. Tell us what happened, how did it make you feel? How did you overcome that? And what did you take away from that?
2: Right. So we're, we're talking about failures in education, right? When I not failures talking about in whatever you want,
0: man. Right? It can be, it can be education. <laughs> no, I'm lives, just kidding. Whatever. You don't want to get into those.
2: <laughs> we don't want to get into those, but no, we'll keep it. We'll keep it into to education. I mean, I literally fail every single day from, you know, period to period. I'm constantly refining my lesson and, um, you know, turning those L's into lessons, literally. But, um, No, a time that I failed was I was um, so I've kind of come up into this role of running our um, student club programming. And so when we were kind of revamping how we run our student clubs, we're like, oh, we should have like a showcase for the clubs to show themselves off. And so I was in charge of organizing the event. And I had this whole plan. And I was like, all right, it's cool. And then I showed up on the day of and my principal's like, all right, we're gonna we have to cancel the event or we're gonna push it to next week. I'm like, Nah, nah, we're gonna, we're doing this, and so like I quickly like pulled it together, um, and it went off pretty well. I mean, it could have been better with with better planning, like I said, but like I said, um, now I learned from that is it's all about communication, right? I knew that it was gonna be okay, and I knew what my idea was, but nobody else knew. Right, they just knew the time and the place, but my principal had no idea how it was going to be set up, what teachers were going to help out, and uh, and so I just learned that if I want to do something right, as my just one teacher in my just one classroom, I need to communicate, especially to people like the principal and the administration, what I want.
0: That's a that's a great lesson, important lesson, just in general every every day life. To communication is so key, but in a professional sense, I mean, communication between with your colleagues, with your, you know, your admin, with your, your, uh, uh, any of your stakeholders, important for them to understand what's going on. People fear what they don't understand. So if you're able to communicate with them and explain exactly. them so they understand, they're less likely to have that pushback. So awesome lesson there. And I love what you said right at the start, turning those L's into lessons. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's flip. Let's talk uh, on the other side. Let's talk about a successful moment you've had. And this can be something big or something small, but tell us what happened. Why was it a success for you? what'd you take away from that?
2: Yeah, for sure. So my failure that happened at about the beginning of my second year. So now I'm in the middle of my fourth year and really building off of that, um, you know, and my part, my failure to communicate, I've just made sure that I'm not necessarily over communicating, but communicating to my principal very clearly and succinctly, uh, my ideas and my AP, you know, letting them know, these are the lessons that I'm doing. These are the things that I want and just keeping that channel open. And so the thing that it really has helped me to do was start a student government at my school. Um, you know, at running the student organizations, I really noticed that it's, a lot of that energy was coming from the teachers. And I was like, well, we need to, you know, empower these kids. They, they always say that they have ideas, they want to do things, but we need to put the structures in place for them to be able to do that. So I, I, communicated this idea to my principal, my AP, um, the steering committee at my school. And we put together a plan and I worked with one of my colleagues. And at the end of the last year, we ran our first ever student government election. We elected two class presidents for each uh, grade. And this year is our first year running that student government. So it's just been Really awesome to see uh, the students be empowered, and and it just feels good to have be able to have an idea, conceive of it, let people know what it is, and be like, yeah, go ahead, do it.
1: Stephanie, I love your stories. You, I mean, I've totally feel like I've lived that failure of communication, and that I'm so empowered by you just pushing your students and your success. I just think that that you are just continuously doing so many amazing things. I have to know. What is keeping you excited about education? I mean, your energy is infectious. Anybody listening to this podcast is going to know that you are so much more than just a teacher. You're doing amazing things in your classroom. <laughs> so I have to know, like, what fuels your fire? What's keeping you going? What, what is the element in education that's like, keeping you so stoked? Um, you know,
2: that's, it's really hard. I, I often ask myself that question. And you know, there's definitely like this intangible element to it. It's just like, it's in me, you know, like that enthusiasm, it's, it's burning and, and I have to have somewhere to direct it. But at the same time, I had um a lot of experiences. I mean, we all go to school, like that's where we spend the early years of our lives. But I had experiences where when I went to school where I, I like to, uh, complain a lot about the way that my teachers taught. And then at the same time, I also was, um, introduced or, Had experienced a lot of those social and, um, socioeconomic issues, issues of equity kind of early on. There was like a whole redistricting thing that went on and my class was right in the middle of it. And I had some friends who ended up not graduating from school and had to go back and get their GED. So I just saw a lot of like kind of the messed up side of education and how I knew my friends were smart. I knew that they're talented. And yet this, the system like labels them as a failure. So it's just really connecting with my early experiences and wanting to make sure that everybody can actually get what we want them to get out of public education, the whole point of it.
1: Absolutely. You know, Stephanie, it's funny. I think, um, you know, question five always has to do with advice, but I feel like you share advice constantly. Like one of my ways that we've connected is just like, okay, what's the advice today that Stephanie is sharing on our Instagram story? So I'm so interested, like, you've obviously supported so many educators, probably more than you even know, just through your openness of, on YouTube and, and through in all the social media you're doing. What type of advice do teachers need, whether they be new in the profession or maybe they've been in education for a long time? You know, what do they need to stay progressive, relevant, and you know, really make an impact in this field? Oh,
2: that's tough. I, I mean, I do think that that has to be slightly different for everybody else. You know, it's all about finding out what works for you on a daily basis to take care of you. Cause You can't take, you can't, you know, serve these kids every day if you don't have your stuff together. And so for me, that looks like every single day. I mean, I try to meditate and work out and eat well, right, every single day. Because like, if I fall off, if I just have like a little bite of a Snickers, then I'm like shaking my kids down in the hallway for their (laughs) sour strings instead of teaching my class. So you know, just gotta stay on point with your with your little things. And my one word for this year is um, consistency. So I'm just trying to do all of those little habits consistently so I really can continue to serve in this much larger way and be inspired by all those things too.
0: Well, I got to say, you are consistently killing it on this podcast right now. How's that, Ray? Right? You <laughs> like that little twist there, huh?
1: That was a great <laughs> twist, Jeff. <laughs> that was good. The alliteration um, and everything. All
0: right. So uh, let's <laughs> no, I just ruin it though because I had to call it out. Uh you so did. Good job, now- <laughs> Let's have, let's have a...
2: <laughs> nah, that's just what makes it perfectly <laughs> yeah, Jeff All
0: right, I see there. you. hear that, Ray? Perfectly Jeff. That's someone who appreciates me.
1: Honey, it's not a compliment. <laughs> Move
0: on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's have some fun. So then we're going to do the next six questions. Uh, your goal is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. You ready to roll?
2: Ooh, I got to cut down my answer time. Yeah, I can do it. All
0: right. It. Here we go. What is one ed tech tool you cannot live without?
2: Ooh, that is definitely um, Google. Like The Drive, Google Classroom, Gmail, every single day. I don't do anything on Microsoft
0: Word. Uh, Give us a book that you're reading right now.
2: So I typically read like three books at once. I usually read like a teacher book, which right now is, um, what is it called? It's called Tell Me So I Can Hear You, a developmental framework for giving feedback. And then I have my self-development book, which is Never Eat Alone. And then, of course, Malcolm Gladwell. He came out with his new book, so you know I got it. Talking to strangers.
0: Loving it. Uh, Who do we need to follow on Twitter or Instagram today?
2: All right. Definitely. So um, somebody who I like following on Twitter a lot because he's always putting out inspirational um, things and all about that school culture and empowerment for one teacher is Jimmy Casas. So at Casas Jimmy. Um, and then another person who I connected with is on Twitter is Kareem Farah. He's the founder of modern classroom. And he inspired me to try a new style of, um, uh, like a pedagogical approach called blended learning. And then lastly, we got, um, Elizabeth Merce. So that's at immersed learning. And she's always putting out like dope stories and, um, videos about, um, behave- like, um, Tactics and approaches to behavior management.
0: What's a good YouTube channel or website for educators?
2: So, of course, you got to check out my channel. Of course. If you haven't already, get there. Um, Class Disruption. But another awesome channel is um, with an educator I connected with. He's currently actually living in Ethiopia, but he's still doing his thing out there, Kwame Sarfo Mensa. And it's called ID Talk for Ed, the number four. And then lastly, you got to check out uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's, you know, non-education, but he keeps me
0: going. Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into.
2: Oh, I kind of told you before, you know, meditate, work out, eat well, you know, those things that that keep you together every day.
0: Uh, And then the last piece of advice, or last last one, sorry, he's got me all messed up. (sighs) The last one is the best piece of advice you've ever received.
2: So the best piece of advice I received was actually from my high school teacher, Mr. Jaffe. And what he told me is that you have to give everyone the benefit of the doubt that they are operating at the best of their ability. And that just, you know, every single day that comes into play in the classroom, whether it's a student or more likely one of your colleagues giving you a hard time, you just got to remember that you don't know what they're going through and that you have to react how you react no matter what. Don't let them affect you. And then hopefully you can influence them to get into a better state of mind as well.
0: That's a great piece of advice. I love that. I've got oh, another question I want to throw at you uh, regarding YouTube. So let's – All right, yeah. So, so let me let me throw – because you you, start, you said you started in the summer, right? So you're still fairly new at it, right? Still getting it going, still going. So yeah. uh, it's sort of a two-part question because I, I think I probably know the f- answer to the first one, but maybe, maybe not. So we'll see. What was the hardest part about starting that for you?
2: Um, I guess just um, making sure that I was confident enough between what I was doing and the production quality. Um, so again, I know that what you do matters more than the quality of production, but I also do care how it looks. And so just learning the video editing and the whole process in the production side was definitely the most difficult part.
0: So then, um, that, w- that was where I thought you were going, probably like that. So then, let me let me ask you this: If I'm someone who's thinking about doing that, and I'm I'm excited to do it, but um, I'm having trouble overcoming sort of this confidence, this this lack of confidence, or fear of how I'm going to look on camera, or do I have enough to say? How do I get over that? What's what are your your what's your advice for kind of pushing through that and and getting onto it?
2: Oh uh, yeah, so I would say I. Generally, like I have experience being on stage, being on camera a little bit, you know, back in my college days. So that definitely helped me, but it's still at the beginning. I was definitely unsure of myself and I always made sure that I put my makeup on, but now I'm, I'm even over that. But, um, yeah, I think just doing the stories on Instagram and being active on Instagram and, and just doing it every single day because People don't remember what you did yesterday. They remember what you did today. And what you did today is better than what you did yesterday. So just living in the moment and, and it's not giving up. You know what? Because that's what it's all about. Staying foolish.
1: She is living that teach it. better
2: mindset. every day better. I love it. It's powerful. And that's why I love you guys.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, we appreciate it. I don't know. I've been a fan of you for a while. This is a win-win right here.
2: Yes, for sure.
1: So I want to make sure our listeners can stay connected to you because this should only be the beginning of learning about your energy, subscribing to your YouTube channel, following you on Instagram and Twitter and everything in between. So how can our listeners stay connected? For sure.
2: So um, on I'm like at class disruption. So Instagram class dot disruption, Twitter at class disruption, except the O is a zero. And then, of course, my YouTube channel is Class Disruption. So search that in YouTube and I will pop right up and you will get to see this beautiful face right
0: here. <laughs> I love love it. it. And you you can find all the links, all the resources everything we talked about this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as those really important links for Connect with Stephanie. We'll have all that over there in the show notes, so head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate that as well. Let's keep taking this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and share this podcast with them. Stephanie, this was awesome. Uh, your Ray already said it once, but your energy is infectious. You're, you're just, I'm, I'm so pumped to watch your YouTube channel grow and the value that it's going to bring to educators all over the world. So, so, so excited to have you on this. Can't wait for people to hear this episode. Really, really appreciate you a whole lot. Thank you.
2: Well, thank you guys. I'm just uh super honored and humbled and, and just blessed to be a part of this Teach Better Network and and looking forward to all like maybe meeting you guys and you know, Ray, I want my slow motion hug. You know, I love it. Jealous. <laughs> let's do it. When so, are we gonna make that happen?
0: Let's make it happen. Uh, I don't
2: know. Maybe maybe over the summer. I was thinking about coming out, out to the you're in the Midwest, right? I am. I'm in Illinois. I'm all in
0: right, Ohio. so so,
2: so. Oh, Ohio. My grandfather lives in Ohio. So it's, there's possibilities. See, there
0: we go. We're going to make it happen. (laughs) Until then, until next time, let's go out there and let's tease better. How's that, Ray? You like Uh, that little twist there, huh? That
1: was a great (laughs) twist, Jeff. (laughs) That was good. The alliteration
0: Um, and everything. All right, so uh, let's. (laughs) I just ruined it though because I had to call it out. Uh, So let's let's have a.
1: (laughs) Nah, that's just what makes it perfectly (laughs) Jeff.
0: You hear that, Ray? Perfectly, Jeff. That's someone who appreciates me.
1: Honey, it's not a compliment. Move (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man all right let's 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 do this let's have some fun I mean, something we're gonna do the next six questions uh your goal is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less you ready to roll
2: Ooh, i gotta cut down my answer time yeah i can all
0: right it, here we go what is one ed tech tool you cannot live without
2: Ooh, that is definitely um google like the drive google classroom gmail every single day i don't do anything on microsoft word uh give us a book
0: that you're reading right now
2: So I typically read like three books at once. I usually read like a teacher book, which right now is, um, what is it called? It's called tell me so I can hear you a developmental framework for giving feedback. And then I have my self-development book, which is never eat alone. And then of course, Malcolm Gladwell, he came out with his new book. So, you know, I got it talking to strangers. Loving it.
0: Uh, who do we need to follow on Twitter or Instagram today?
2: All right, definitely. So, um, somebody who I like following on Twitter a lot because he's always putting out inspirational um, things and like all about that school culture and empowerment for one teacher is Jimmy Casas. So at Casas Jimmy. Um, and then another person who I connected with is on Twitter is Kareem Farah. He's the founder of Modern Classroom and he inspired me to try a new style of, um, uh, like a pedagogical approach called blended learning. And then lastly, we got um, Elizabeth Merce. So that's at immersed learning. And she's always putting out like dope stories and um, videos about um, behave- like um, tactics and approaches to behavior management.
0: What's a good YouTube channel or website for educators?
2: So, of course, you got to check out my channel. Of course. If you haven't already, get there. Um, class Disruption. But another awesome channel is um, with an educator who I connected with. He's currently actually living in Ethiopia, but he's still doing his thing out there. Kwame Sarfo Mensa, And it's called ID Talk for Ed. The number four. And then lastly, you got to check out G- uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's, you know, non-education, but he keeps me going
0: give us a daily weekly or monthly routine every teacher should get into
2: oh i kind of told you before you know meditate work out eat well you know those things that that keep you together
0: every day uh and then la- the last piece of advice or last last one sorry he like got me all messed up <sighs> the last one is the best piece of advice you've ever received
2: all right. So the best piece of advice I ever received was actually from my high school teacher, Mr. Jaffe. And what he told me is that you have to give everyone the benefit of the doubt that they are operating at the best of their ability. And that just, you know, every single day that comes into play in the classroom, whether it's a student or more likely one of your colleagues giving you a hard time. You just got to remember that you don't know what they're going through and that you have to react how you react no matter what. Don't let them affect you. And then hopefully you can influence them to get to a better state of mind as well.
0: That's a great piece of advice. I love that. I've got another question I want to throw at you uh, regarding YouTube. So let's – All right, yeah. So, so let, me, let me throw this – because you, you, you said you started in the summer, right? So you're still fairly new at it, right? Still getting it going, still going. So yeah. uh, it's sort of a two-part question because I, I think I probably know the f- answer to the first one, but maybe maybe not. So we'll see. What was the hardest part about starting that for you?
2: Um, I guess just um, making sure that I was confident enough between what I was doing and the production quality. Um, so again, I know that what you do matters more than the quality of production, but I also do care how it looks. And so just learning the video editing and the whole process in the production side was definitely the most difficult part.
0: So then, uh, that, w- that was where I thought you were going, probably like that. So then, let me let me ask you this: If I'm someone who's thinking about doing that, and I'm I'm excited to do it, but um, I'm having trouble overcoming sort of this confidence, this this lack of confidence, or fear of how I'm going to look on camera, or do I have enough to say? How do I get over that? What's what are your your what's your advice for kind of pushing through that and and getting onto it?
2: Oh uh, yeah, so I would say I. Generally, like I have experience being on stage, being on camera a little bit, you know, back in my college days. So that definitely helped me, but it's still at the beginning. I was definitely unsure of myself and I always made sure that I put my makeup on, but now I'm, I'm even over that. But, um, yeah, I think just doing the stories on Instagram and being active on Instagram and, and just doing it every single day because People don't remember what you did yesterday. They remember what you did today. And what you did today is better than what you did yesterday. So just living in the moment and, and not giving up. You know what? Because that's what it's all about. Staying foolish.
1: She is living that teach it. better mindset. every day. better. I love it. It's powerful. And that's why I love you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, we appreciate it. I don't know. I've been a fan of you for a while. This is a win-win right here.
2: Yes, for sure.
1: So I want to make sure our listeners can stay connected to you because this should only be the beginning of learning about your energy, subscribing to your YouTube channel, following you on Instagram and Twitter and everything in between. So how can our listeners stay connected?
2: For sure. So um, on I'm like at class disruption. So Instagram class dot disruption, Twitter at class disruption, except. The O is a zero. And then, of course, my YouTube channel is Class Disruption. So search that in YouTube, and I will pop right up, and you will get to see this beautiful face right here.
0: I love, love it. it. And you know you can find all the links, all the resources, everything that we talked about in this episode over at teachbetter.com, as well as those really important links for Connect with Stephanie. We'll have all that over there in the show notes, so head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes, and if you can give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate that as well. Let's keep taking this one step further. Think of just three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and share this podcast with them. Stephanie, this was awesome. Uh your Ray already said it once, but your energy is infectious. You're you're just I'm I'm so pumped to watch your YouTube channel grow and the value that it's gonna bring Thank to educators you. all over the world. So 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 excited to have you on this. Can't wait for people to hear this episode. Really, really appreciate you a whole lot. Thank you.
2: Well, thank you, guys. I'm just uh, super honored and humbled, and and just blessed to be a part of this Teach Better Network, and and looking forward to all like maybe meeting you guys. And you know, Ray, I want my slow motion hug. I, I love that. Jealous? <laughs> let's do it. When so, are we going to make that happen?
0: Let's make it happen. Uh, I
2: don't know. Maybe maybe over the summer. I was thinking about coming out out to the. You're in the Midwest, right?
1: I am. I'm in Illinois.
2: I'm all in right, Ohio. So. so Oh, Ohio. My yeah. grandfather lives in Ohio. So it's, there's possibilities. See,
0: there we go. We're going to make it happen. Love it. <laughs> until then, and until next time, let's go out there and let's tease better.